Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Doug Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and uh, what a fantastic week it was. Uh, I'm not sure if you were sitting at home last like last night like I was and watching 60 Minutes and the, the whole I know, expose, if that's what you call it, on Crown Resort or Crown Casino and uh, a little bit about James Packer, etc. And it was quite an interesting show last night and I'm thinking, wow, isn't this going to be interesting to see how the market reacts to this um, tomorrow uh, when the market does open. Now, um, as I'm speaking, or well, just before I started to record that this podcast crown was down you know, 3 to 4% for the day on market opening, and it was interesting how on Friday they were uh, publicising it. Um, Thursday and Friday they were sort of publicising it, but they weren't actually naming who it was. And then obviously on Saturday we found out that 60 Minutes on Sunday night was going to be talking about crown and we knew who the company was so it was interesting to see that they actually didn't um, name the whilst the market was open on Friday I'm not sure whether that was um, intentional or uh, or where there was some sort of instruction about the market needs to be properly informed before um, you know rather than making these sort of accusations I suppose um, that aren't may or may not be substantiated so it may have been some sort of thing where they talked to ASIC and said this is what we're going to do um, and they were told not to do anything until after the market closed on Friday night but it is interesting now for those of you who didn't see it it was basically saying that uh, they had a, a crown employee from uh, who was working for them in Shanghai was a salesperson so to speak and their job was to um, attract high rollers or those what do they call them I forget what they call them basically the fat cats so to speak um, to go and gamble at crown in Melbourne and in Perth and uh, these uh, Chinese staff. As we know, these Chinese staff, uh, a couple of years ago, there were, I think, was it they said 12 or 18, I can't remember, of staff for Crown were put into a Chinese jail because it's illegal in China to promote gambling. Um, even though Macau, you, it is legal, uh, and it, Macau is part of China, but mainland China, it's illegal to promote um, gambling, and that's what um, alleged that Crown was doing over in China. They had all these people um, that were um, attracting gamblers or big gamblers, big high rollers who would spend or gamble millions and millions of dollars at Crown Casino. Now they were encouraged to do things with all sorts of different presents, you know, private jets and um, prostitutes and gifts and all sorts of manner of types of things to get them to um, to come over and one of the the employee actually said um, a part of it where their job was to arranging visas and Crown would actually send you know the consulate in in China um, 
letters or emails um, asking them to expedite visas, etc., etc., etc. So it was quite very, very clear that uh, Crown's intention was to get high rollers to their casino. Why wouldn't you? Because the high rollers, if they're big, big at betting, they win big, but they also lose big and on mass, as you know, um, gambling or casinos. Um, it's all, the house always wins in that respect. So it really wasn't a surprise to me. I mean, it can't be sitting in the dark knowing that casinos don't do those sorts of things. That's pretty normal. So from a point of view of me being shocked about what was on there, it wasn't really, really a shock because that's what would be expected. And I'm sure Crown is in Europe and other parts of the world, hopefully trying to get big rollers from other parts of the world and other parts of Asia into Australia to be gambling at Crown um, down on the, the River Fund in, uh, in the city and or Perth and so you could expect that to be happening anyway. One of the big inflammatory things was really more about these people that they were employing were dealing with um, the, the, the gangs, not the gangs, the triads in China, drugs etc etc criminal element and talking about um, money laundering now uh, again you don't have to be Einstein to know that uh, casino is the perfect place to do money laundering and yet it's been discussed for decades and decades that that's what casinos do they money they do money laundering not necessarily aware of, of being aware or being involved in the money laundering it's just it's easy people can walk into a casino they might have fifty hundred thousand dollars in their pocket that is um, drug money or some or gained from some illicit type of um, pursuit or illegal pursuit they go into the casino they hand it over they get some chips the casino is just counting money and giving them chips for that money they don't know where the money's come from the person goes onto the gambling tables for a little bit um, and gambles a tiny little bit grabs the chips and then gives them back to the cashier who then writes them a receipt for saying, hey, this is for your chips, or it goes into an account that they have with the casino. Um, and there are a lot of account holders with Crown Casino. The money goes into their account, and then Crown will then transfer it to where they want it to be transferred to. So that's effectively washed the money. Uh, and that's pretty normal. It's really hard for law enforcement to really, really crack down on it. It's a little bit hard for them to do, but that's what they do. And um, but it ended, to me, the, the story was quite interesting, but it, it really didn't say nothing that I didn't know. Um, there was a couple of uh, Australian citizens for Crown caught in that, um, putting going into jail. So has would you expect Crown to do anything else but promote its services? No. Um, would you expect it to do something illegal in China? No, you wouldn't expect that. So from a point of view of shareholders in Crown, how would you take that? Now, Kerry Packer, not Kerry Packer, James, um, says he didn't know anything about it and didn't really, he's not involved in the day-to-day -day operations of Crown and that's understandable, you know, he wasn't there, he wasn't the CEO, um, he's a major shareholder and um, several months ago he sold a huge big chunk of his shareholding um, to um, downsize his holding in Crown Casino and we saw a failed takeover bid while Wynn Resorts a few months ago they went to take over or they wanted to take over Crown um, but then they pulled out 24 hours later they pulled out of it saying that uh, uh, they weren't really happy they wanted a bit more disclosure and everything else and there's been a few other rumours around Crown being a little bit of a takeover target at such but in the end of the day it's a lot of news and a lot of noise but not necessarily anything that's uh, unusual uh, there's always takeover bids there's always uh, directors or shareholders or major shareholders buying and selling shares um, in their companies that's nothing unusual and obviously being 
um, investing in a casino, you've, you're going to think they're going to be doing money laundering is going to be happening. You, you having a casino, you know there's going to be um, unscrupulous types at the casino. You know there's going to be organised crime somewhere around a casino. And mean, you know, Las Vegas was built on organised crime, wasn't it? So it, really nothing outstanding to me. Now, to me, from an investor point of view, if you own shares in Crown or you're thinking about buying, that's the important thing that we need to talk about here in my podcast here. Now, as I said a little bit earlier, you know, um, Crown's down about 3 or 4% today on, obviously, from what happened on 60 Minutes last night. But things like that that happen on news are not something that really worries me. And generally, you'll find out what the story is prior to it being announced on the TV uh, because you can't keep those sorts of things quiet um, for too long and just because, you know, uh, 60 Minutes or any organisation is investigating it. You can't keep what they're doing quiet for too long. Now, if we look at Crown, the actual share price, and this is really why I look at charts, is because the charts don't lie to us. The charts are unadulterated fact of data coming from an exchange that's regulated, and that's really what it is. So when you're seeing the price of Crown Casino at this very second, let's say it's you know two or three o'clock in the afternoon, and you're seeing a price of Crown, that's the price of Crown. There's no other manipulation around that, um, and that's what it's actually treating it, because the stock exchange is a really, really transparent system, unlike housing where you could have two people walk into a, dis- a home that's on um, um, show with the real estate agent and one couple could walk in and talk to the real estate agent they could walk out the next one could walk in and, and they're both talking different prices and that's just the nature of property whereas shares it's whatever that price is on that screen that's what the current price is now you can bid more for it if you like that's your choice but who would but it's that transparent. So you always know what other people are bidding and what they're buying for and what they're selling for. So it keeps it really, really transparent, which is fantastic. Now, looking at Crown, that's why I trust the charts because looking at Crown shares and looking at the chart, you would see their all-time high was $18.22, and that was set way back in January 2014. So four and a half or five and a half years ago, it was $18.22. Now, from there it fell away through to September 2015 and fell down to $9.80 now. Uh, More recently, or it closed last Friday at $12.67, which is about 30% from its all-time high that was set back in, as I said, January 2014. So you've seen the massive fall on this stock, and and currently it's about still 30% below its all-time high price. So in looking at four and a half years and not moving back up to its all-time high price, you know there's something going on there, don't you? You know it's not necessarily a super strong company. You know it's not growing, and you know it's not increasing. Now, obviously, Packer has been trying to do extra things they've got the casino for the high rollers being built in sydney uh, at this point in time but from what i understand from the show last night it's only for high rollers so you know if you're not a high roller don't expect to get in there i suppose uh, i think that's what they're telling us uh, and obviously it's uh, operations in macau haven't done them very very well so that's possibly why the share price um, is not doing as well as what it could so therefore that would straight away say to me looking at the chart and looking at those statistics and looking at uh, as I said, the bar charts and looking at what price has been doing the last sort of, you know, 12 months, two years, you can see there's been a lot of resistance on Crown rising above about $13.50. And remembering it currently, or last Friday, it was 12.67, and now it's down about 3 to 4% from that. Um, so it's got pretty heavy resistance, you know, about 13, 13.50, 13.60. But it's also got support about $11. So whilst it's not falling heavily, it's not rising either. And to me, 
neither of those things would have suggested me in the last six months to buy Crown Casino at all. Uh, it would be more saying to me, why would I own that stock? And so generally what you'll find when there's big announcements um, coming out, that the charts are already telling you exactly what's going on. And I don't know how many times I've had stocks where we've exited, and within a few days or a few weeks, announcements come out and the stock's just tanked. And the opposites occurred where we bought into stocks, um, me personally and for our clients, we bought into stocks based on our rules and what we're seeing on the charts. And within a few days or a few weeks, it's gone absolutely ballistic and we've made you know, 10 to 50% in a matter of weeks. And people go, wow, how did you know that was going to happen? Well, the answer was we didn't, but somebody did. And somebody knew what was going on and that somebody might have been buying shares, which made um, things or patterns on the charts that we look at and those patterns on the charts that we look at told us that something was interesting going on there or something bad was going on there so if it was interesting we'd look at buying it if it was something bad then we'd be looking at selling it if we owned it and those charts were being very transparent to us like I was saying before and this is really the benefit of you getting into looking at charts not just just basic stuff but using some rules and tools around those so that you are looking after yourself and your investments but really uh, my, probably the, one of the messages I want to share with you today is the media is great at reporting things but they don't necessarily report them in a way that's conducive to the marketplace. They like to use sensational headings and inflammatory type of statements and that's just the way they do it to get people to watch. But really you can't be good at investing and or trading if you're looking at the media. And that's really the, the main crux of my podcast today is really be independent, know what you're doing and you can't um, what they say you can't uh, you get a better view when you stick your head above the crowd if you're following the herd you're not going to do very well with your investments and your money and I'd suggest that uh, you become independent in your buying and selling decisions using rules that you've uh, worked on and you constructed and if you don't have any buy my book accelerate your wealth um, get into the bookshops and, and buy that and uh, have a good read of it because I've been getting so many emails lately about people saying wow it's turned their trading and investing around and now they understand the market better and we're changing people's lives with the book so if you haven't got it go and get yourself a copy um, it's out at all good bookstores or online from our websites uh, but that's it for me for this week's podcast just on Crown Casino um, for now good luck good trading talk to you next week thanks for listening this podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.